This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Today is is March Liam, 16th. Liam just coughed. We have to kill him. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now burn the body (laughs) it's like 28 days later um 14 days later hello everybody and welcome back to the thundercast my name is christian my name is lucas and i'm liam here of another podcast that just talks about movies oh liam you sound so sad (laughs) Uh, and i have a very strong feeling why Uh, today we're coming alive from our studio yeah Um, we're not allowed to leave we are not we are quarantining ourselves yes (laughs) no one no one is sick no one well i mean no one has coronavirus there we go yeah (laughs) i mean i'm constantly ill but that's because everything in the world that wants to kill me <laughs> but i am nearly sure that all of us uh, are pretty safe from uh, the corona at this current moment yeah uh our sponsor today is social distancing yeah, which we're, is... all, we're all at least six feet apart yeah <laughs> we are about we're, we're a little less than a lucas apart that's right yeah you at home don't know that we're lying yeah <laughs> <laughs> Liam and don't I tell, don't tell them we're lying. Yeah. I mean, we each have a little blockade in front of our yeah. face, so I, th- I feel like we should be okay to breathe. Liam's in a full hazmat suit. Yeah. The mic's inside. Oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we should have done that just for the gag of it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> we're like, Liam's in a full hazmat suit, and you just, you just hear... <laughs> I'm just going to layer that, that sound yeah. we just made over the whole entire episode. Uh, today, we're going to be talking mostly about... Um, current events, I think. I think that is probably going to eat up most of our time. But we are going to talk about a few other things. It's it's kind of funny how Liam came up with this idea for this topic a while ago, and now we're using it. Uh, we're going to talk about some toxic fandoms and toxic toxic fandoms, toxic fandoms um, how people can be quite uh, butthole-ish when it comes to things they love. Uh, just the the wording toxic fandom and, and what's happening in the world right now kind of for some reason go hand in hand in my brain and I don't know what yeah they're, they're sort of they're sort of very different but also very similar that's right uh, those toxic fandoms going to clubs when they shouldn't be yeah fuck you <laughs> stay home <laughs> fuck off uh, so to start things off let's let's do the ingestion boys all right the ingestion who's going first I'll let Liam go all right all right so I haven't seen a whole lot as of late. You've been you've been quarantined and you haven't watched a whole lot. Um, I mean, like just out of I mean, more so out of what's new. Oh, fair um, enough. I mean, yeah, I got like, no new shit. No, there's yeah. not. Can't go to theaters right now. Um, no. I guess uh, not a uh, last Friday, but the Friday before I saw Onward with work. Oh, right. Did oh, we yeah. not talk about that? I don't the, think we did. Uh, no, because uh, we haven't recorded in the two weeks since. Oh, right, right, right. We did. Uh, we did uh, Thunder and Dragons. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a riveting review. Um, it's yeah. like, I mean, I don't know. It's I was. It's really well animated, and it's charming enough. It's just more so, uh, I have two big things with it. One, I thought the world building was just kind of really mundane and kind of lame. Like, is it was, it, Isn't that the one that's kind of just modern fantasy? Yeah, yeah it just yeah, it it's, felt it's, too much it, like Bright. Yeah, I was, about, I was about to say, is it at least better than Bright? Uh, it's better than Bright. It okay, doesn't good. have the... Not, uh, a low, not a high bar. No. It no. doesn't have the uh, bullshit social commentary in there. <laughs> um, the attempted the, social commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is... Um, uh, the other thing is... I've talked about this before, just how over I am with uh, Chris Pratt and, uh, and uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like like Tom Holland has done two animated films this year, and 
in each one. He's the exact same fucking character. So to be fair, animated movies are recorded like years in advance. Yeah. So but yeah, the, the dialogue was re- likely recorded two to four years ago. Yeah. So he was Spider Man at that time. Is still, yeah. but was. But even like, then, if he's, yeah. pl- it's we have had. He's been in the public eye for four years now, and all we have gotten is Spider Boy or Iron Lad. He is. He is also very young. Yeah, and that's the sad thing is that yeah. like he's a guy who's so young and he could be branching out and doing other cool and interesting things instead of I want to be Michael J. Fox. I mean that that to be to be uh, fair again. Um, to be that, that could be not really his choice. Like he could be being pressured into since he can do that one thing. Um, I don't know if he can do other things. I haven't seen it. He has age, but like, like, hey, Tommy boy. <laughs> yeah, and he might just be like, I don't know, I'm making money. Why not? <laughs> Tommy, I need you to act like a fucking yeah, well, child. If it's just, well, if it's just because of money, then I question uh, creative integrity. But I will say, I will at least meet you halfway, halfway on here. Chris Pratt is no excuse on that. Chris Pratt That's is fair. never going to need money again, and he's almost pu- and he's pushing like four, 50 years old. Hey, you don't know how many taxes he's going to evade. <laughs> <laughs> Even people who have evaded taxes still have a lot of money. That's true. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, he's just been blacklisted by a couple of things. <laughs> I wasn't um, going to say that. <laughs> um, and then uh, just the other night... Uh, I don't know why, but I decided to watch Super 8. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you fucking hate J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking back to, like, because that was a... I remember back, like... <laughs> that was for the good days. <laughs> that was back, because Super 8 came out when I was, like, 14. Um, and, like, that was when I was kind of just like, oh, I like J.J. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that was back when um, I loved the first new Star Trek movie, because, I, you know, like, when you're four, 12 to 14, everything you loved as a kid sucks, and uh, you just want to, oh, yeah. like... Oh, it's like it's new and it's edgy and I love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, watching it again, I'm like, it is kind of cool how it came out ahead of a curve from like Stranger Things and whatnot. And it's not as indulgent as it could have been, but it's just looking back on, it, I'm like, wow, this is actually just kind of bland. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, because yeah. I only I've only seen it a handful of times. So yeah, like... I, I only saw it the once, and I wasn't super impressed when I saw it either. But I I, I saw it long after it came out. I saw it when I like. Uh, when did it come out? Like eight years ago? Uh, Almost 20, uh, 2011. So yeah, okay, yeah. So I, I saw it like 2017. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, okay, it was fairly recently, and I don't know. I was like, it, that was a movie. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it's, it's like way to go. <laughs> you yeah, made no, ET. I, <laughs> yeah, kinda. It was, it was just kind of eight. I uh, was an ET with um some kind of very uh the Goonies if it were shot for television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, shot for TV. Doesn't <laughs> look that bad. It looks what? okay. He does that stupid close-up thing that he does in all of his movies, even though they're theatrical, where he shoots way too close. It's almost <laughs> like I'm seeing your world through a keyhole. Uh, yeah, I guess. I especially had that problem in Star Trek 09. <laughs> yeah, okay. we're like, we're so much built, but like you can't see anything. Like, and like from what I understand, the sets and everything, and they shot on location. It's all huge, but he just didn't put a camera on it. <laughs> right, anything else? Uh, no, that's really all that comes to mind. I've had some thoughts about what I'm going to be rewatching or what I am going to sit down and watch, given yeah. I have a very long stack of movies at my house that I have not seen. Yeah. All right, Lucas, go for it. I watched Tremors. Yeah, you I know, did. I know we've talked about Tremors in, like, the last three episodes. Oh, we're fucking I, talking. I'm it's, talking about it again. This is your midsummer yeah. now. <laughs> we're going to do Lucas's Tremors episode. I thought I we really were doing like... Dragonheart together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we should do that, too. Right. Uh, no, I really like Tremors. Uh, it's I, I love how it's... One of my favorite things about it is that it's just a bunch of normal people using normal people's shit to solve a problem. Yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah. like there's no like super spy who comes in to fix things or some sci- government scientists or anything. Right. They're, yeah. They're just like they're just regular people and solving a. They're they're the regular people, people and, and Reba McIntyre and Reba McIntyre. Yes, she's, <laughs> she's extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask. Uh, do you think, given you're from a small town, Lucas, do you think that that's how the situation would be handled? Where I'm you not grew up? from that small of a town. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, what I think, I think perfection has 17 people. I think is what. Yeah, it's the population people. 17. Yeah, my hometown has 4,000 people, <laughs> so it's not huge, but bigger than that. Does it have Kevin Bacon? No, that's no unfortunate. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, really, really fun movie. Uh, Kevin Bacon was great. He's, he's so much fun. He's so much fun. Everyone in that movie is so much fun. Kevin Bacon is an American gem. He is. Honestly. He if, really is. If he gets the corona, then what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tom Hanks and Indra Selba both have it now. Like, yeah. if, if another super popular celebrity, I don't know. Yeah. Just give up. These are the pillars of our civilization. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbling uh, to the ground. From what I understand, uh, due to uh, Tom Hanks being sick, because uh, he was in Australia, they had to set shut down all of Baz Luhrmann's Elvis due to it. Is he in Elvis? Oh, wow. Yeah, he's playing a, um, what's his name, uh, Colonel uh, something, who was a personal friend of Elvis Presley's. Oh, huh. um, oh. But apparently, yeah, a whole production has been shut down due to that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, fair. Uh, yeah, Tremors, great movie. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tom Hanks. It's not a... I, I mean, it's not, definitely not Shakespeare or anything like truly, no. but it is a good time. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, it is not a masterpiece. No. But I, I've done it already, but fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, that shit's so funny. Yeah, like you said, I just it, it is it is kind of a, a, a fun little romp with just regular people. Yeah. Dealing with this problem, and it doesn't, it doesn't try and overstay its welcome. I think it's only like 90-something minutes. Something like that, yeah. It it yeah it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's exactly as as long as it needs to be. Everything that happens needs to happen and makes sense why it's happening. Yeah, and it, and it, like it's really really smart the way they deal like it. Smart I, I used loosely, but yeah. like <laughs> it, like the writing's the writing's pretty smart. It's a, it's like a dumb concept and a dumb movie overall, but it also knows that. Yeah, but also like the the characters are smart. It's... Like they're not they're not idiots. They're they're dealing with the situation in the way they know how to, and they come up with really clever solutions. And I really like that. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. It's it's stupid, but it's the right kind of stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um. I also rewatched Knives Out for the first time since uh oh, since shit, it left theaters. Nice. I did rewatch Knives Out the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> it holds up. It's so good. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I watched a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> and I I there there's so many layers that I didn't notice uh the first time I watched it like the entire family when you when you pay attention the the entire family treats Marta like such shit. Yep. Oh yeah. Like, oh. No one knows where she's from. Every single one of them has a names a different country. Really? Like, yep. like someone says like oh they're they're from Uruguay. No, they're uh, and it's like oh they're from Argentina or Brazil or whatever. Every single one of them says a different country. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, like I think one of them even says Scandinavia at one point. <laughs> I don't I, I didn't I didn't catch that one if it did happen but she definitely doesn't look Scandinavian <laughs> no <laughs> she's definitely Central American why do you, yeah. why do you, uh why do all Russian uh military ships have barcodes on them so they can Scandinavian yeah. <laughs> um technically Russia's not Scandinavian I was, who cares I'm so happy that, uh, you know I watched a scene where um like because when I saw Knives Out in the theater I had to go to the bathroom at one point really quick oh okay I came back and Christian just kind of gave me a summary he's like Oh, you would have loved it, but uh, it's it's literally just my family talking about current events and whatnot. I yeah, was like, yeah. 
Yep, uh, I I've witnessed similar discussions in my household. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and there's so many like callbacks. Like there's there's a point where um Don Johnson's character is talking about Marta. It's like, oh yeah, she's she's basically part of the family, and then it cuts to a flashback of him like waving her over, and she comes over and she's smiling, yeah. and it's the exact same scene where they're talking about Trump and the the border that's crisis. That's the scene Liam's talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. That's why. That was yeah, oh, oh, sorry. Like, carry on. He kind of just on. hands her via thing to. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he, he but like from his perception, he's like. Oh, she's part of the family. Come join the conversation. When she's like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck, I don't want to talk to these people." Yeah, and doesn't he like <laughs> hand her a plate or yeah, something? Yeah. And like, like, and like, just subconsciously, he just kind of holds it up, and she takes it. Yeah, <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> God, everybody in that movie, with the exception oh, of man. like Marta and. And Craig are like terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, the co- the cops aren't terrible people. Or, I, mean, I didn't say, but like, but I like mean, the family, the family, every single one of them is terrible. I, mean, I guess Stainfield's pretty sensible. I mean, his partner's stupid, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like his partner's oh, really dumb. Yeah, I love when he's just like, oh, it's happening. I, I I love it when I love it when I think it's Don Johnson's character again makes a really tone deaf uh, reference to Hamilton. Oh yeah, <laughs> when when they, when they're when they're talking about uh, Marta again, he's like, immigrants, we get the job done, and everyone's like. I, He's like Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There's also some oh, like even just cool little commentary on stuff in there, like how uh, the alt right has attracted some younger minds. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just it's such a good movie. Yeah, it's so it. I I laughed my ass off again, and it's just I love it. Yeah. Anything else? I watched season three of Castlevania. Oh that yeah, right out. on. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I love I love the show. I considered watching it earlier today, but. Then I ended up uh, getting freaked out and hiding in my closet. <laughs> Honestly, wouldn't put it past you that that was probably what you did. But your apartment's the size of a closet, like that. Yeah. Is, so. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tiny in there. <laughs> it's bigger than this little studio, that's for sure. Yeah, collectively, but not my entire apartment's bigger than yours. You know what? Yeah. Mine's bigger than yours. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, if we're done measuring dicks, like what have you seen uh, lately, Christian? Oh, are you done, Lucas? Oh, I didn't really have that much more to say about Castlevania. <laughs> except it, it's it. it's it's gorgeous is like it? like the animation is beautiful yeah like the, the color palette and the designs and everything is just very aesthetically pleasing at least to my eye it's this very very like uh gothic horror sort of thing with uh like uh sort of like victorian horror not not, not quite that era a little bit earlier earlier i'd say yeah but like pretty close to that and it's it's just it's so good it's it's a very it's a very D show uh, is it okay yeah, yeah i believe like, it yeah, because like each each of the each like the party members has like their their special abilities. You got Trevor Belmont, who's like a paladin, and you got Saifa, who's like a sorceress, and then there's uh, Alucard, who's the, the the vampire fighter. Alucard. Alucard. Okay, Alucard. it does drive me crazy how um every uh thing involving like Dracula now they have a character they have a character named Alucard in well, there. Well, Alucard is Dracula backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty because... sure Castlevania came up with that. Um. I don't. It would have been either that or Helsing. Or, no, I'm pretty sure Castlevania, the video game. Yeah, when did popularized the video, when did the video game come out? Like Probably. 1984. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah, because it's, like, it's it's like the characters are each made of seven pixels. <laughs> yeah. like that's how old it is. Yeah, yeah it just exactly. drives me crazy. I'm like that's just an every, eight pixel game. Yeah. Everything <laughs> I see with every, just cheaped out. Everything I see with Dracula now, like there's Alucard in there. Where I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm like, okay, yeah, we got Castlevania. I mean, I grew up watching Helsing, so yeah. yeah. I love I love the I think I've probably talked about this before, but I love the elev- 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 evolution. I could not say that word for some reason of of uh, Van Helsing. Because like in the book, he's just an old doctor who happens to know about vampires. Yeah, he doesn't and hunt them or anything. No, no. I mean, he ends up hunting Dracula, but like, 
<laughs> but the <laughs> hunt is more so he's lying in the coffin and he just puts a stick through his heart, right? <laughs> in, um, that's not really a hunt. In, it's I like mean, shooting fish in a barrel. He's, he's, he's the old guy who, who, he's like the brains of the operation. He gets all the other guys to actually do things. Right. But he's over there with like a cross he's saying like words Nick Fury. and stuff. In, um, do you think, do you think the dark, the, the dark universe, the, the universal dark universe would have had like uh, Van Helsing? as like the nick fury no no they, they uh dr jekyll was 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 the it was the nick fury yeah why would they do that instead of van helsing <laughs> yeah um, well van helsing was killing the monsters um oh, you right. know i mean i remember in uh bram stoker's dracula he's actually played by sir anthony hopkins yep, mm-hmm. yep. and uh you have um carrie always following him around yeah and... carrie was in there <laughs> but, uh, anyways he's in castlevania no, 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 no. Oh, uh, okay. Just because, just like, but eventually he became like this badass secret werewolf thing. And I'm like, he was just an old dude. He was <laughs> yeah. just a doctor. Well, my yeah. first introduction to the <laughs> yeah, character of Van Helsing was Huge Jacked Man's version. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one where he's a werewolf, right? Yeah, he turns into, yeah, he gets yeah. bit by a werewolf at one point of the end. There's like this big, cool fight between uh, Dracula and uh, Van Helsing as a werewolf. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> and novel, he's, he's a doctor. <laughs> on, the, on the note of movies from the early 2000s, late 90s, because that's when Dracula came out, right? Or is that uh, Dracula? Van Helsing. Van Helsing came out in 2004, I think. So, yeah. yeah. yeah early early aughts. Not aughts. Yeah, early millennium. It came whatever. out. Fuck like, aughts. Aughts is right. Okay. I'm pretty sure it came out right around the same time as, like, because it's done by the same guy who did, like, the mummy and all of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, in regards to early aughts, late 90s uh, cinema, I have seen a number of things since I have social distanced myself. Uh, one of them is I watched a movie called Bubble Boy, which um, <laughs> stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Pre-Donnie Darko, right? Uh, I'm not entirely I think it was around the same time. Let me do a quick uh, little Google search. Was it search pre-October here. Sky? Uh, <laughs> I, have, I, think, I, I think, think that's what that movie's called? Bubble Boy came out in 2001. Okay. So when did uh, Donnie Darko was 2004, wasn't it? 2001 also. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a busy what year a, for Hall. What a great year. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Bubble Boy. It was also 9-11. <laughs> it was also 9-11. That's right. Um, Jake Hall's first role was in City Slickers, just so you guys know. Not like oh, really? that really matters, but oh, um, wow. October... So, sorry, this was uh, after October Sky. Oh, uh, okay. October Sky came out in 99. Anyway, Bubble he's, Boy. He played a kid who really liked building rockets in that movie. His name is Homer. Oh. In October Sky. Oh, yeah, Homer, I got that. Homer Hickman, based off a true story. I have never oh. seen October Sky. We watched it in really school. Good. Anyway, so I watched Bubble Boy, and Bubble Boy is a movie about Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, it's based off of the classic 1974 film, or it might be 73, uh, starring John Travolta called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. It's loose, loose. Loose, loose, loose. <laughs> Loosely based off of that. And basically the premise of it is is Jake Gyllenhaal plays a kid named Jimmy. And Jimmy falls in love with a girl named Chloe who lives next door. And they fall in love and things happen. And then she just, she goes to get married to this guy who's a total piece of shit. And Jimmy's like, well, I'm going to go stop this, this from happening. So he builds a bubble suit and goes across the country to go stop the wedding. And along the way meets a bunch of ragtag wacky people <laughs> um i remember i watched it a lot when i was a kid and so like watching it net back now i was like i remember every single moment of this movie so i used to have watched like a lot of the, the ones that i'm going to explain right now and in, in my in my ingestion what i like that i used to watch a lot when i was a kid bubble boy was one of those there is a musical for bubble boy <laughs> The musical for Bubble Boy is written by the same guys who wrote the movie because when the movie came out, they were like, that was awful. 
Let's, let's make a musical. Let's do it right. And so they, and I kind of think they did do it right because <laughs> the musical is hilarious. It's really funny. And also, fuck you, Lucas. <laughs> I'm into musicals now. Yes, I'm I, spreading the cult. Yeah, I listened to the first couple songs off of Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, yeah. And like waving through a window. Oh, God damn it. It's so good. What a good song. <laughs> and then the one that's like two songs after that where it's they're writing the emails. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I, I listened to it on the way here, and I can't remember the title uh, Yeah, right I can't now. remember what it's called. But <laughs> that song's great. Yeah. Where it's just like, uh, he's like, uh, if only I could stop doing drugs. Drugs. And yeah. he's like, if only I could stop doing crack. Crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could stop smoking pot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's really my funny. nipples and start moaning with delight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't write that. Why did I write that? <laughs> um, I'm but just trying to tell the truth. I... I <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did try to listen to uh, the whole being dead thing from oh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. I just I, that one I couldn't get into. That's fair. I think it's just the guy's voice. That's the yeah. Only thing. That that was that threw me threw me threw me for a loop the first time I listened to it. But uh, I, I just I just got into it. And yeah, I didn't really notice anymore. Yeah, it's like when you listen uh, to like a band and they, they you don't at first you're like this guy sucks. Yeah, and then you kind of just like believe it, like Katy Perry. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for those who don't know, in the Beetlejuice musical, he uh, he sings like like this. He sings like Beetlejuice. He does the whole gravelly voice <laughs> thing. <laughs> Yeah, like the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> which honestly, it, and I, oh, I'm not going to talk because the music's really good and everything's really fun. But yeah. I just it wasn't my thing. <laughs> anyway, so I listened to the Bubble Boy musical, and I want you both to listen to it because it's a fucking romp. It's so much fun. <laughs> but also, uh, I am starting to get into musicals, and I don't know how I feel about it. Yes. I, I feel good, yeah. but it's a weird kind of good. It's yeah. like there's like a little bit of embarrassment behind it, oh, but yeah. it's like. It's kind of like that's, that's just how I live, sticking it to the man kind of thing, you know. And like I'm a proverbial man, and I'm hard to please when it comes to musicals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so so go check out Bubble Boy. It sucks, and uh, there's a there's a lot of racism. But it was 2001. <laughs> I don't know what like what day it came out. Let me look. Sorry, like what uh, month it came out? It came out August 24th. So it was a little bit before uh, 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> This is a couple weeks. It uh, it made sincerely me was the name of the song. Sincerely me, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I watched the uh, classic uh, Polly Shore and Sean Astin uh, movie Encino Man. Uh, you uh, guys ever seen that? No. I've maybe seen ten minutes of it once on TV, and yeah. when my mom and my brothers were watching it, I'm like. I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> that one also stars Brendan Fraser, and the plot of Encino Man is uh, Sean Astin and Polly Shore are uh, seniors in high school, and Sean Astin is building a pool in his backyard. He's digging a hole for a pool in Encino, California, and in underground he finds a frozen block of ice with a caveman inside of it, play, oh. played by Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, that actually sounds familiar all of a sudden. Yeah. Once, it was, it was Brendan Fraser as a caveman. I might be thinking George of the Jungle, but like yeah, very close. Yeah. Anyway, they, they he unthaws and then wacky shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. Shenanigans, lots of them. Um, but he teaches them to be a little bit. He teaches them a little bit more about life. <laughs> That's kind of what happens. Same thing with Bubble Boy. Oh, I will note. I will say there is a song in the Bubble Boy soundtrack called "There's a Bubble Around My Heart." And there's some <laughs> there's some lyrics in it that that are like, um, "There's a bubble around my heart." 
not a real bubble because then I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but a metaphorical bubble. Yeah, that's great. That's really funny. Anyway, um, but yeah, so he teaches them a little bit about life, and uh, you guys should not watch and see no man. <laughs> <laughs> but we should listen to the bubble bubble music. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep saying that. All right. Um, and then the final one that I uh, I ingested was the classic. I believe it came out in well, Encino Man came out in '92. This film uh, stars Dan Aykroyd, uh, and also uh, his name is Adam Sandler. That's the one. <laughs> uh, Adam <laughs> that, Sandler, that, he's that the guy, like yeah. the Adam guy. He's in one scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie's called Coneheads. Uh, okay. Yeah, you ever seen Coneheads? I've seen the posters. Coneheads. I'm gonna show I, Lucas I have, the poster. Yeah, yeah, I, I I have heard of that one. So Coneheads is about uh, Dan Aykroyd and his wife, who uh, is played by uh, Jane uh, Jane Curlin, I believe Jane Curtin, sorry, and they uh, are aliens from a, a another planet, and they have big cone heads. <laughs> it's based <laughs> off of a Saturday Night Live sketch, and they come to Earth to like, um, to they crash land on Earth, and then they have a daughter while they're on Earth, and then they try to live life normally yeah also really bad because <laughs> the entire movie dan Aykroyd just talks like this the whole movie oh man that that, that sounds like it could be grading it gets fucking <laughs> grading so fast but honestly david spade's in it he's okay uh dan Aykroyd's in it he's all right um john lovish shows up chris farley's there he plays a big part in that movie um also don't watch that one <laughs> So that's those are the things that I've seen recently. Right. I watched three movies or one movie from the two, uh, the aughts and two movies from the nineties, just because I was like, you know what? If I'm uh, if I'm going out, I'm going out swinging. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm doing it. Anyway, so yeah, those are the those are the things that uh, we have seen. Not, anybody Excellent. read anything or whatever? Uh, did I talk about His Majesty's Dragon? You did time? not. Okay, I read a book called His Majesty's Dragon. What's that it's, about? It's 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 about, about his the, majesty's dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just the Napoleonic Wars if dragons existed. Oh yeah, you oh, told yeah. us about it when we were doing TD, right. but right. I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, you yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was good. Is it, it a fun. series? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I haven't gotten the the next book in the series yet, but uh it's I they 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 instead of like having like just regular dragon riders where like there's one person on, on dragon's back, it's a whole crew. Okay. Like they have gunners and everything like hanging off the side of the dragon. And I'm like, that is such a cool image. Yeah, like, totally. That's so much cooler than just one guy on the back of a dragon. Like it's they got people with muskets, with a sword being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got like a crew, crew of guys with like muskets and like like, like, like dropping bombs from the dragon. And I everything. feel like that's it's what great. I they wanted mortal engines to be like. Oh yeah, like I, I don't know anything about it. Eh, big trucks. Yeah, <laughs> cities. Right, so the, the cities that eat cities or whatever. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna do something real quick uh, before we dive uh, super into the to the episode here. But uh, because everybody is social distancing right now, ideally, if you're not, I don't. I'm not gonna yell into the mic this time. <laughs> um, you know how I feel about this. You're probably gonna hear it somewhere somewhere in the episode. Anyway, uh, since everybody should be social distancing right now and taking some time to quarantine themselves, what are some movies you guys would suggest for people to go out and watch? I made a big long list well, on no, my Instagram the other day. No, go, you know, seek out. Um, I made a uh, a quite a long list on my Instagram the other day, but I'm All curious right. what you guys think. Well, the first thing I'm the first thing I want to mention is go back and watch the original Planet of, Planet of the Apes movies. All of them, yep. yeah, all of them, oh. all of them. They're like the first one's the best one, obviously. That's probably the only one that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, the second one I don't really care for that much, but I'm glad I saw it. And the, the others are just they're just fun schlock. They're like sci. They're like stupid '60s sci-fi movies. 
and they're just they're so much fun yeah they're just goofy yeah they're so goofy yeah um (laughs) my number one is uh uh, derek center france's the place beyond the pines Um, ah yes that's a good movie it's long and it'll eat up a lot of your fucking time yeah but it's really good yeah it's a really good film liam I would advise um, just going back, say if it's been a while, I would advise going back and just watching, trying to hammer through a bunch of franchises, say you loved, like, maybe try to hammer through uh, all of the next generation, if you loved it, or if you haven't seen it before, give that one a shot. There you go. Lucas? Uh, This this isn't a movie, but uh, I'd I'd say if you have the money, uh, subscribe to Dropout Dropout TV. It's actually really, really fun. What's Dropout TV? Dropout TV is is a subscription service that uh, the College Humor folks do. And they have like uh, shows like Dimension Twenty, which they have a, it's, it's a D and D show. Uh, they have a show called Game Changer, where it's it's a game show where the rules change every episode. It's just a different <laughs> game every episode. That's wild. It's it's so funny. And then they also have a show called Breaking News, where it's it's they're like it's like a newscast uh, set and everything, but they're reading off a teleprompter and they don't know what they're about to read and they're not allowed to smile or laugh. That's great. <laughs> and if they do, what happens? They just lose points, and then the last one, uh, the person who has the mo- most uh, negative score loses. And <laughs> at one point in one episode, they started using props. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's awesome. It's it's, it's wild. It's it's a lot of it's a very very fun uh, website. I'm subscribed to it because uh, largely because all all the college humor people got laid off, and I'd yeah. like them to keep making content, so I subscribe to the dropout. Yeah. Uh, but I I I have found it very worth it so far. How much? I think it's like it's less than five dollars a month. I'm pretty sure. Totally worth it's it. It's like two or three dollars a month. Or no, four, three or four. I can't remember exactly. That uh, Vente Mocha Frappuccino you yeah. buy once a week <laughs> could go to this. Yeah. Um, I also suggest uh, if you want to cry your fucking balls off, uh, I suggest you watch Life Is Beautiful by Roberto mm. Benini. Is that oh, how you pronounce man. his name? Yep, Roberto Benini. Yep, he that movie uh, is a great way to start watching a movie that's really nice and sweet and heartwarming. And then it's about Hitler. Um, <laughs> well, Hitler's not even in the movie. No, he's not. I yeah. guess it's not about Hitler. It's about World War Two, though. <laughs> And it's fucking sad. It's very, it's it's very funny and very sad at the yeah. same time. It's one of those movies because life is beautiful. Yeah, Liam, but also um, horrible at some sometimes. Yep. Given you kind of got me on the spot, and I've just been playing you by ear of what I've been watching. I, it, it was in the chat. <laughs> I said in the chat. Yeah, that we were I've been so isolating from everything. Oh man, I you don't from, have to you don't have to self isolate uh, from the internet. You can't get coronavirus from the internet. Of all things that you should be not self isolating from. Or self-distancing from is probably the internet. <laughs> like maybe don't go on to Flipboard or Twitter or or Reddit, but like maybe read the fucking chat. <laughs> um, a shout out from uh, one of my friends who told me he was going to be doing this is uh, watch through every single Bond film in existence. There you go. That's yeah. like twenty-two films, isn't yeah, it? There you go. Yeah, that's what uh, one. Of, I was talking with one of my friends recently, and he said that that's what he's been doing the past couple of days. And Are they a listener? Um, yes. Give him a shout out. Chris, if you're listening to this, you're welcome. There you go. Um, but he, um, oh, no, that's the shout out. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but he has told me that he is already that he is just reaching the end of the Connery era. Oh wow. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Did you know John Connery was one of the sexiest men alive in like 2001? That is kind of fucked up. Isn't it weird? <laughs> Very yeah. old. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, Lucas. Uh, this I is think a, we'll let you do yeah. two more. I okay, think is cool. What we're gonna say. Uh, this is an older movie that um, that it's kind of hard to find, but uh, Enemy Mine. Oh yeah, yeah I know you like that one. I, I love that movie. It's it's uh, stars Dennis Quaid and um, Louis Gossett Jr. 
as a human and an alien who get stuck on a planet together and they have to they have to figure out how to survive while uh while working together instead of being mortal enemies like they are and the the third act is kind of clunky uh but like their both of their performances it's Dennis Quaid's best performance and by that mean it's one of his only good performances <laughs> <laughs> You mean you mean not all those baseball or golf movies he made? And I know you love I know you love Dennis Quaid. I do. I you, don't know why, but you know I love you him. You don't think he's a good actor? I know it's very reasons. strange. I just I I don't know why he's like a discount Harrison Ford. But I Can just you do a love Dennis him. Quaid impression. No, <laughs> Dennis Quaid. My brother's Randy. <laughs> but no, Enemy Mine is is a genuinely very very good movie. Uh, uh, very sad <laughs> right on very good let's keep up the sad trend yeah uh if you haven't seen this uh lenny abrahamson or lady Ab- lenny abramson film he made uh, room as well he directed room oh, okay. this movie is called frank it stars michael fassbender as a uh as as frank and it's uh, also got dom hill gleason is that how you pronounce his name dom hill or i don't dom, know dom, dom-, dom- Whatever. I believe it's Dom Hall. Yeah, Gleason. it's got Hux. So yeah. and, and and Frank <laughs> is is about uh, a band uh, called the Snipers. Uh, they actually don't even know how to pronounce the name. And uh, Dom Hill Cleason's character joins them, and they and Frank Frank's character never takes off this paper mache head. He always, always, always is wearing this massive paper mache head. And it's all about like mental health, oh, but also yeah, about yeah, music. Yeah. And I've been told it's also kind of about uh, parasocial relationships. Yeah, yeah, because they like go t- to record this album, and it takes them like a year <laughs> to do this, and they start fucking hating each other and stuff. <laughs> uh, there's a yeah, it's a really good one, Liam. Um, I was going to say uh, maybe it's just because I want to watch this movie again because it's been a long time. Watch um the Danny Boyle film Sunshine. Oh yeah, written yeah. By, uh, oh, Alex Garland. I, I I haven't seen that one. I've been wanting to see it for a while. Yeah, no, I remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I think I first saw it when I was fifteen, and I remember really, really liking it just because like it wasn't like the typical kind of sci-fi type stuff that was coming out at the time. Like, because the only stuff anybody or all of my friends were talking about at that time was like just Star Wars or like uh, just any of like the super mainstream uh, mm-hmm. sci-fi. So I remember back then thinking it was really, really cool to um, have something that wasn't a big-name franchise but was also super sci-fi. Um, so, I mean, I kind of want to watch that again to see what it, to see if it holds up. Um, and you guys can let us know here. Uh, was it, uh, was it, you could let us know if you comment on our Facebook or whatnot and say what you thought, assuming you actually take my <laughs> shitty advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucas, one more. Uh, keeping, keeping in theme with movies that have Frank in the title, uh, Robot and Frank. Robot and Robot Frank. and Frank. That's a good movie. It's uh, a great movie. Frank uh, uh, Lang- Langella and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name? A robot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peter uh, Sarsgaard is a is a uh, robot. I've, I've never heard of this. No, it's 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 so it's this aging jewel thief, and his his son gets him a little robot to uh, like kind of help him out around the house and stuff. But then uh, he's like he doesn't want the robot at first, but then he kind of becomes friends with the robot, and then he's like I want to get my glory day, glory days back, and he goes out with the robot and starts like doing burglaries and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. It's, it's like if AI was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that other, like, because that movie came out in a pretty good time for, like, some indie films that were starting to get traction. Yeah. Like, I, I think it was, was 2012, 2013, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was coming out around the same time we were getting stuff like uh, Smashed, um, mm-hmm. Ruby Sparks. Um, Spectacular yeah. now. 
Yeah, I think The Spectacular Now came out around the same time, but, but I remember it was one of those in, indie darlings that I watched around that time that I really, really liked. I've oh, yeah. never heard of it. I no, will seek it out. It's very good. Where do you think I might find some of these things? I don't know. I, I know it was on Netflix for a little while. <laughs> I'm so helpful. Yeah, uh, maybe go on YouTube. You can rent it on there. That's why I watched yeah. Bubble Boy. I didn't download nice. Bubble Boy. I literally paid $4 yeah. to watch this I movie. thought it might have been one of those millions of shitty movies that you own for some reason. No, I tried to find it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I tried to buy it. But anyway. Yeah, uh, Robot and Frank, good movie. It's been a long time since I saw it. I want to watch it again now. We will look it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. My last one is a fun little movie by Shane Carruth. If you guys know who he is, he directed such films as Upstream Color. That is not the one I'm gonna suggest. Although I do suggest it. Uh, is Primer. Never seen Primer actually. Uh, Primer is a time travel movie that unfolds moderately linearly. Linear, linearly. There you go. Uh, that's the one. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of weird math. A lot of weird. Time travely, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff that goes down in the movie, uh, and it's only seventy seven minutes long, but it'll confuse the shit out of you that you'll have to watch it twice. So <laughs> it's really one hundred and forty four minutes. I don't know how to do math. That's not right. Oh. Maybe that's why I didn't. I couldn't figure out the fucking movie. Um, but yeah, it's a time travel movie, and Shane Carruth wrote, directed. I believe he produced it. He also scored it, and he also stars in the film. And it's it came out uh, uh, 2004 or something like that. I don't know the exact date, but it's a good film. It's a it's a romp. Go ahead, Liam. Um, the last one I'm gonna say is just because it'll tie into something you might something else you might be doing while you're in uh, how was it while you're in uh, self isolation? Pornhub.com. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I did I saw a tweet that said that Pornhub was giving all of Italy free premium subscriptions. Yeah, and then someone commented on it saying. So nice to see a whole country coming together. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I did see you've seen those uh, those uh, uh, Willem Dafoe memes from Spider Man, mm-hmm. which is like you know I'm kind of a scientist myself. Oh yeah, somebody's like me with a VPN. You know I'm sort of an Italian myself. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Liam, we got you off there. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that like um, if you are in self isolation, I'm assuming one thing you could be doing is probably reading a whole lot. Oh. But if you get to a point where it's like. I really don't want to read anymore. I just want to watch a movie. I like how you you made me not. You didn't give me the opportunity to say masturbate. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, what is um, it, Liam? That film is uh, one I showed you, uh, Nocturnal Animals. Oh yeah, because uh, like it's a movie all about how. Uh, That's with with who, who's in that who's in, the, in that one? Jill Hall, Hall Amy, Amy Adams, Adams Michael right. Shannon, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, because I was I was like, Jill Hall and Amy Adams. I I need to see this movie, but yeah. I didn't. It's um, good, yeah. kind of. I actually, I, I know it's a good movie. I don't necessarily like it. Oh, yeah. But I know it's a good, it's a well-made and it's a good film. Yeah, but it's a movie all about how um, um, how uh, art, uh, was it the way art speaks about personal experience and um, uh, was it, but also can be at first glance be something completely different. Like, uh, and it kind of just sums up like a lot of my opinions about writing about yourself and whatnot. <laughs> and uh, when it becomes, uh, when your work becomes actually subtle versus when it's indulgent or whatnot. Okay. Yeah. It's a good, it, it, I mean, I know Liam really enjoys it and we did, we did watch it uh, together and uh, it, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a movie also direct, the guy's only made one other movie. Um, uh, Tom, who, his name is Tom Ford. He's a uh, fashion designer. Yeah. And then he went on to become a film director. Yeah, again, this is one of the only two films he's made. This is the one I enjoyed the most. Yeah. And it has a uh, fucking awesome performance for, performances from both uh, 
surprisingly, Aaron Johnson. Not that I dislike him or anything, but it's just like you really see a different side of him here. And fucking Michael Shannon. Oh, he's so good. Michael Shannon, Shannon is great in everything. Yeah, honestly, put him in everything. Yeah, he's just he's just so much fun. I <laughs> I sent I just Michael Shannon, and then well, this is my train of thought. Michael Shannon's in a movie I sent Liam a clip of the other day uh, called Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, uh, directed by Werner Herzog, starring uh, the one and only Nick Cage and Eva <laughs> Mendes. That's, that's a lot of crazy people. Wow, yeah. geez, uh, <laughs> well, I know that uh, Herzog does like Michael Shannon. They've, yeah. Made a number of things together. Yeah. Shannon's in that movie, but the clip that I sent Liam is uh, there's a scene where uh, uh, my, uh, Nick Cage and Exhibit are smoking crack together, and uh, Nick Cage has a lucky crack pipe, <laughs> and he, he gives it to Exhibit to to, uh, to take a hit, and uh, he's just like he's like Nick Cage says, "What you don't have a lucky crack pipe." And he's like, "What makes it so? What makes it so good?" And he's like, "It's lucky." <laughs> but then these rival rival uh, gang members come in, and then they kill them. Uh, the the like Nick Cage and his crew kill those guys, and then Nick Cage is standing over Exhibit Shoulder, and he's like, "Shoot him again." And he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "His soul is still dancing." <laughs> and then the, the camera pans over, and the, the, there's like three dead bodies in the ground, but there's one guy break dancing. <laughs> And it's just bad shit. And then they shoot him again, and then the breakdancer falls to the ground. It's nuts. Anyway, I don't know why that. Maybe I should. It's wild. We should watch. Maybe maybe watch Bad Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It has nothing to do with the Harvey Keitel movie from, uh, or not, not Harvey Keitel. Is it Harvey Keitel? I I don't know. The movie from '92. It has nothing to do with. Even Herzog admits that it has nothing to do with it. Name only. That's the only thing that's the same. (laughs) It's not a remake. It's not a reboot. He has nothing to do with the original film. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. All right then. Yeah. All right. Um, well, cool. Uh, Nick Cage. Let's yeah. uh, let's but go find Nick Cage, and <laughs> if he gets corona, then we're really fucked. Oh man! If, if he can't, if he can't crazy out the corona, then we're yeah. boned, y'all. <laughs> yeah. No. In fact, uh, why don't we just take a little break to make sure that everything is fully contam- is not contaminated around here? Let's go wash our hands. Right, I didn't get a fifth one. Well, yeah, you did, didn't you? No. Oh, go for it. No. Sorry, Lucas. We're not gonna I'm wash our hands here. quite yet. I'm sitting here. I thought we did. Fifth. No. Go for it. Do your fifth. <laughs> Liam just did one, and then now it's awesome. Then we got sidetracked talking yeah. about. Did crazy I start people. it? Didn't you start? I don't know. Who fucking cares? No, you started. Go, you started. Go, all right, go for it, Lucas. Uh, the way way back. Oh yeah, yeah that's like a good one. Movie. I like that movie a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah it's it, for those who don't know, it's about a kid who's kind of in an. He his mom ma- got married uh, to his stepdad. Or and, she, I think I don't even know if they're married. I think she's just seeing him or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They might just be dating. Then they just go and they go to like uh, like a beach town or whatever for vacation. And the kid doesn't want to be there, and then he goes to like a pool and makes fr- and becomes friends with Sam Rockwell. It was the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Sam down. Rockwell's a riot about oh, that movie. He's so good. And Jim Rash shows up for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Collette's in it. Yep. Steve, uh, Steve Carell. Carell plays a piece of T- shit. Yeah. Tony Collette's the yeah. mom, isn't yep. she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just a very good movie. Go watch it. It's it's I would say it's the better Adventureland. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah, Adventureland? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. better than that. <laughs> Adventureland's not not great. No, it's really not. <laughs> uh, Jesse Eisenberg in an amusement park with Dick Shepard. Is that right? Did I get all that information I right? I think so. Kristen oh, Stewart's um, there. And Ryan Reynolds was there, I That's guess. That's it. It's right. not Dick Shepard. It's, it's Ryan, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Shit. All right, yeah. Those two do not look alike at all. <laughs> all <laughs> they, right. got, they got similar energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see them both wearing overalls, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway right, that's that's about all i gotta say about way way back go watch it it's, it's, it's very again very funny very sad that's that's a theme on this this episode apparently it, it is uh you can find most of these films by going onto your various streaming services and or going onto youtube.com and renting those movies legally and totally uh Legally, <laughs> <laughs> you can all also do that on the PlayStation Store if you have a PS4. You sure can. Also yeah. on Google Play. Yeah. Uh, uh, I suggest giving these creators the money that they deserve, unless it's for Bubble Boy. Then yeah, you, can, you can go to the house of someone who has a Blu-ray collection and rob them. That's you can right. do that too. Yeah, make sure you wear a mask and a hazmat yeah, suit. Yeah, exactly. Just make sure you got one of the ones that's not made out of sun chip bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those commercials? The no. sun chip bags? Or it's like we that because they were using like biodegradable bags that were, but like it held the freshness in, but the bags okay. were super fucking loud. <laughs> so you pick up a sun chip bag and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they bragged about it in their in their branding, and everyone was like, or not everyone, but consumers were like, "This is stupid." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, well, let's go wash our hands, boys. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh man, now we're on a list. <laughs> oh no. Now we're on a list. Now yeah. it is a biological weapon. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many conspiracy theories out there. About- I know it's wild. And we're back. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. That yeah. was a good little break. Yeah. You most likely heard some music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some elevator music. Yeah, well, kind of thing. So slight, slightly cooler than that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a little cooler than that. Hopefully your minds didn't go to the dark places mine went to yeah. while we were on break. <laughs> you might have heard an advertisement uh, for some shit that I'm doing. Who fucking knows? I don't know. I did that in the last episode. I put, I put an ad for Expose Yourself, mm-hmm. and then I went back to the episode, and it was a 30-second clip of us going like, yeah, let's go to break. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it went to another commercial again, <laughs> which I don't think I'll do on this one. But, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, anyway. All right, Liam. What are we talking about today? Uh, this is two two times in a row you come up with the idea. Hey, look at that. Uh, yeah. We're going to be talking about toxic fandom today. And yeah. what does that mean? Um, it essentially means the problems that arise with... Um, or how there's been a rise in more noticeable prominence amount around uh, people in certain fan groups just being really shitty to each other. And just yeah. breaking down, like, uh, why this is... Is this something that's ju- that's only just become prevalent now, or has it always been there? Mm-hmm. And where do we stand on the whole thing, and what are our opinions on what's been going on with most cases? I googled yeah. toxic fandom. Guess the first image that came up. <laughs> uh, dick and murder. Yep, you better believe it. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's start off by naming some examples of some, of some toxic fandoms. Obviously, there's one right there. Rick, the fandom of Rick and Morty is yeah. awful. Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Um, Star yep. Wars is terrible. Yep. The Golden yep, yep, Girls yep, yep, yep. fandom. Really? Um, <laughs> some, uh, was it, there's been some really bad stuff in comics over the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. There, uh, the people also ask on uh, Google, it says, are Marvel fans toxic? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, maybe. Is the um, anime community toxic? Oh, oh, oh man. The anime community. Oh, boy. There's um, a lot going on there. <laughs> there's, um... Uh, there was that. Oh, shoot, I just had one that was uh, apparently. I'm not. I don't really watch the show, but I've been told by some friends about problems with the Steven Universe fandoms. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. really? Because that that show is. I've, I haven't watched it, but it seems so wholesome. Yeah, you oh. think? Hey? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, like we were talking about, we we just lamed a number of them. So, Steven Universe, Star Wars, Rick and Morty, some mm-hmm. community fans. Can be yep. quite toxic. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, um, Donald Glover fans, just like Childish Gambino fans. Star Trek, even fucking oh, Star man. Trek has been a big one as of late. Or, or what's a or not black? Uh, the Twilight Zone. Are you Twilight a, Zone? Are you a Trekkie or a Trekker? 
Yeah. The Twilight Zone, really? Yeah, with oh, the yeah. Twilight Zone reboot or whatnot. Oh, with Jordan going, Peele? Yeah, people have been going off complaining that it's like, the Twilight Zone is too woke and all of that. And I'm like, I'm like, well, that's the Twilight Zone, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Twilight Zone, Rod Serling, to begin with, was like a hardcore humanist and, yeah. uh, and civil rights activist. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, uh, like examples of toxic masculinity are obviously the whole situation surrounding Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Uh, that, that's the most obvious, probably the most famous one. Uh, another one is the whole Szechuan sauce, Szechuan sauce debacle. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Man, that people were so dumb about that shit. Um, mm. Or just even like, uh, even just like, just casual, really annoying, annoying things like people going off and saying like, you need a high IQ to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. I literally found a website just now called ToxicFandomsAndHateDums.com. <laughs> Isn't that wild? So I think where our resources are, are quite deep here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Sorry, carry on with uh, on. what you were saying. Then. Um, yeah, no, with um, like the whole you have to have an IQ or just people running up to you and just shouting you, shouting at you, hey, wubba lubba dub dub. Yeah. Um, to which I usually reply back, oh, uh, great, did, where'd you hear that, a kindergartner? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, probably doesn't combat the issue especially well, but no. I have a tendency to get pretty frustrated. No. And and ignoring, I don't know, like the whole, you need a high IQ to watch this show thing. Uh, no, you don't. And also IQ is bullshit. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't know that, you don't have high IQ. Yeah. I remember the last time I took one, I was like, I was like, wow, this doesn't mean shit to me by any way she no it doesn't it doesn't represent intelligence at all like intelligence is such a weird thing we have no idea how to quantify or measure it at all man stop being obsessed with it i can't do math (laughs) but i can sometimes tell you when a movie came out yeah (laughs) all right so i'm smart and some my smarts works in good some some sometimes Uh, I was so curious about what you said about the Steven Universe um, hate them, Liam, that I, I found a, an entire article about why people hate Steven Universe. Okay. And one of the things I found on here is this is for the hate them argument. They blame Rebe- Rebecca Sugar for making it. That's number one. <laughs> they what? B- they blame somebody for making it. What the fuck does that even mean? And like, I... Liam, I hate you for making uh, eggplant exceptional. <laughs> Fuck you. It's wrong. Like, what it? Shut up. Uh, yeah, number really. two is, if you say that you like Steven Universe, chances are you will be either called cancerous or cringeworthy. Uh, they say okay. that the show is SJW propaganda. There is no way that this sh- And then... <laughs> There is no way that this show is SJW property. They've all, also, uh, what's funny is that they've also said the same thing about other cartoonists or whatnot, like, uh, Lauren Faust, who, uh, made, like, who helped make, like, work on, like, My Little Pony and, mm-hmm. uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends and all of that. Um, ever since, uh, Foster's Home came out or whatnot, like, uh, or not Foster's Home, uh, uh, My Little Pony, or ever yep. since it hit its end, like uh, people have been going off saying uh, that it's she's, over now, right? Yeah, going off saying that she's a cult- cultural Marxist, as uh, uh, some people would like to say. <coughs> Peterson. Hmm? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, sorry. I, uh, sorry. You mean Canadian Kermit the Frog, right? <laughs> That's a guy no one wants to Kermit. Uh, also, we will not cover what Kermiting is. If you want to find that out, go on a, go, go somewhere else. Yeah, that seems to be a, that seems to be a common theme throughout most to- toxic fandoms. Like people said, Last Jedi was SJW propaganda yeah. or whatever. And I don't know. It's it, it's such a what? weak argument. It is. It doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't because like. <laughs> Your your definition of what like an SJW is 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 entirely based around what your your threshold 
kind of is for certain things. Yeah. Because, like, I can be offended by things that Liam's not offended by. Yeah. Right? Like, certain usages of certain words or vice versa, right? Like, I mean, sometimes I watch iDubs. You know, iDubs on, on YouTube? That guy uses some pretty fucked up language. Mm-hmm. There, there are times where he's, he, he blatantly says the F word. Like, he, he will say the R word. He'll say the N word. Like... Um, F-, F word is in the slur, not, not fuck. Yes. Yeah. yeah as the slur. Yeah. And like, and he uses them quite liberally. And sometimes I still, I still watch the content and you know, my threshold is different than Liam's threshold. So for some of those things might be really offended. So with, with star Wars, seeing that as like SJW propaganda just seems like such a ridiculous concept. Cause a lot of the things that exist in the star Wars universe have existed for 30 fucking years. I was yeah. you know? also going to say that, um, with the whole thing where like, uh, when you challenge a lot of these people on, they say it's, Oh, it's because it's not subtle. Okay. Well, I have two responses to that guys. One with how, uh, with how many brilliant films have been misinterpreted and destroyed by film bros. I have become Frankly. all, I have become all okay with things not being the most subtle on the planet. And also not being subtle actually do, is more directly challenging somebody and their worldview. Yeah. yeah. I, one of the complaints I heard about, uh, from, from this sort of group in, uh, in last Jedi was they didn't like how, how women were always in charge and, and always bossing the men around. I'm like, wow, that's never happened in Star Wars before. Never. Cut back to Princess Leia and then the first scene she interacts with Luke and Han just telling them exactly what to do. Yeah, she is in charge. <laughs> if you if you kinda if you look into the lore even in, in Rogue One, she or yeah, in Rogue One, she is like the captain of that ship. It's like Yeah, she's she's she's, she's a diplomat. She's a yeah. senator. Yeah. Like she's in charge of a lot of shit. Yeah, she exactly. Like oh man, like women women like you when women crush ships through other <laughs> ships and I'm taking charge and, and- the other thing that a lot of fandoms do throw around or whatnot, just general statement things, are like the whole, uh, was it social justice warrior or um, or like liberal snowflake thing? It's like okay, like you're just throwing around a uh, you're just throwing around a term to be derogative. It doesn't really tell us anything about it. And also, my defense towards those would be one: there's nothing wrong with fighting for social justice. Mm-hmm. Two: being a warrior is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you give the people you don't like a cool name? Yeah. Uh, and, and snowflakes, I'm like... Snowflakes yeah, are beautiful. I mean, yeah. yeah. One, and also, they come together and they make fucking blizzards. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Although I don't really agree with some of that, but that's... <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, you know, there are times where I get kind of, Like, personally, I do get kind of frustrated with people who are exhibit quite extreme social justice behavior yeah and who, who exhibit who... quite extreme snowflake behavior yeah I, i'm using yeah, yeah. those i'm using those terms because they're they're quite generic terms and i feel like people can can understand what i'm getting at but yeah and to me to me it's less how extreme people are and how like how well they understand it that's what always turns me off when yeah because like, like there's a lot of for example i don't want to shit on shit on feminism or anything but like there are some people out there who are like if it if it's like for for example the presidential election right now they just don't want to vote for a man they just want to vote for a woman and um and doesn't matter who the woman is they want right. to vote for a woman right and like it could be look, Ava Braun <laughs> it could be um what's her name uh, Sarah Palin <laughs> yeah they just they just want to vote for a woman and I'm, I get that I'm totally down for a woman president of the United States or prime minister of Canada or whatever but like also policy comes first yeah. <laughs> Like I'd be down for Elizabeth Warren to be president, but she dropped out, so yeah. it's over. I would, I'd be fine. I would, I could tolerate Warren enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's also just the fact that, like, when I get annoyed with people is when I'm just, uh, was it is when like, it's, it's all not even as being as 
angry. It's just more so like, I know you mean well, and I know you want to change some of these things, but I'm like, be informed on the issue, and you mm-hmm. can't just be, uh, what is it, and you can't just be super dodgy around it. You can't just be like, oh, you know, today, I'm going to be about feminism. Right. If it's like, oh, no, fuck that, tomorrow... I'm going to be about race relations. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, like like what Lucas or one of you two said, it's 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 about it's not what you're saying, it's what you know about what you're saying, right? And how much you know about what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, that I think work. yeah, so I think that's kind of what frustrates me is is when uh somebody is talking about um uh, people uh, people of the queer community or the LGBT LGBTQ um a a plus. I'm sorry if I'm I'm using the wrong acronym. LGBTQ+. Plus. Yeah, I th- I believe there's yeah, yeah. L- LGBTQIA plus is like the long version, right? But yeah, so sorry if sorry if I if I if I yeah, didn't use the right acronym, I apologize. But anyway, um, if you're if you're talking about an issue, you better be know you better know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and and know and be self aware as well, because like we're a bunch of white men, we're not going to dive into like the, the specifics about about, about like ra- systemic racism in right. the states because or or in Canada even because we don't experience it, we don't have the full we. I will 100% support the people who do know what they're talking about. But also, I'm going to step out of the way because I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, no, I have said that. that, I don't need a bunch of uh, white, moderately liberals, moderate liberals preaching to me about uh, the problems of the world or whatnot. I'd much Mm -hmm. rather talk to and hear from the people that are on the ground actually experiencing this. Yeah. And and, uh, if we want to actually curve a lot of toxic fandoms or whatnot, one, uh, I'm going to use comics as an example. We need more people from a queer community writing in comics. We need more yeah. women writing in comics. Mm-hmm. We need more people of color writing in comics. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. And, and well, the same thing applies to, to film and filmmaking too, right? Um, are we recording? Yes. Okay, yep, good. Yep, I was really concerned mm-hmm. there because you all three of us looked at it at the same time. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, we are recording. We're okay, good. Okay, good. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, man. Oh, well. <laughs> but, like, as you asked a question earlier about whether this is new or whether this is uh, something good. that is that has been around uh, the whole time. Yes. I would say, like, most things that have blown up uh, in recent years, uh, it's always been there. But it's been amplified because of the internet. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. also just because of current, uh, was it the current climate and whatnot? And yeah, the uh, current political political. Com- I can't talk. The current political climate is very uh, divided. Let's put yeah. it that way. <laughs> and it has not. Uh, what it um like uh, um like very even like uh, just people who we've discovered are just like dumpster fires of human beings or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like there's uh one example I will give uh, you know like Gamergate and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was another thing called Comicsgate okay. within um within the comic book community, and one of DC's most popular uh, artists or whatnot, Ethan uh, von Schiever, uh, have really revealed his true colors. Apparent uh, was it because it's comics? Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to a point where um he has this whole YouTube channel where he just goes off and uh, bashes uh female creators and uh, yeah. he even has videos of him uh. Uh, buying uh, toys of Rose from uh, the Last Jedi and just uh, like destroying and just them feeling and... them up and destroying them. Good job, you gave Disney a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, and just made yourself look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. really, really missed the mark. He lives by the airport. Yeah, <laughs> things go over his head. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that one is genuine. You know, or even like uh, even just like how you were a fan of country music, Lucas, and uh, yeah. How, yeah. You, how toxic a lot of stuff became during a specifically the the 2016 election. Yeah, I haven't listened to country music since then, but yeah, but yeah, uh, things got ugly. 
because uh, most most uh, apparently people who listen to country music were Trump supporters. Yep, and I was not about that. So and <laughs> and uh, sorry, I've been listening to a lot of like emo music from the '90s recently. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. I love it. But uh, not similar in the sense that it kind of like the community kind of became really toxic because of certain things that were happening at the time, and like aughts email music started becoming less about like actually expressing your opinion and or your not opinion your your feelings and really talking about like how you felt about your mental health or whatnot and then kind of just being like i can't wait till i get home and fucking cut myself like mm-hmm. sorry i should have given that trigger warning for that i apologize but um like i can't i can't wait to self-harm and i can't wait to do this and i can't wait to beat women and like that was what email music started becoming about yeah. and like a lot of people have looked back and been like wow we really fucked up <laughs> and it's like yeah you did you 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 perpetuated terrible horrible horrible things that you made children believe was okay yeah and then like not my chem like my chemical romance didn't really do that sort of thing but there are other bands like seosin and like like uh newfound glory and shit where uh, i'm not i'm naming off bands that probably didn't do that <laughs> but, um anyway like the, the, it's funny because toxic fandoms don't exist in in every single fandom that oh, exists yeah. on the planet one, like they're, one, they're, one, one of the one of the most uh one of the most toxic toxic fandoms in all of history religion yeah <laughs> yep. i knew you were gonna say because i was gonna say the same thing um man like they, they're so toxic they, they're so toxic they call the crusade multiple <laughs> yeah um, can i just call a crusade can i call it can i call not, one you have to be the pope oh it's not like um, it's not like bankruptcy i can't just shout out my window and say <laughs> bankruptcy i declare, I declare bankruptcy, bankruptcy. <laughs> um one thing i was also gonna say is like to really break down why these things happen and why they come out is there something inherent with? Would you guys do you guys think there's something inherent with the art itself or whatnot, or I with think what's coming out itself? That's that's an interesting question, actually. Uh, I think in I think yeah, to an extent, I think that yes, because uh, as much as I love Star Wars, there's there's a lot of misogyny in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I will also <laughs> yeah, say I'm... that uh, I think it also comes down to the way a lot of these things are framed. That's like, true. I, That's true. Like, and I'm also to be opinion of I think we have way too many asshole main characters in media right now to yeah. a point where so many bullies, bully bullies are huge in yeah. as as like a crutch for a lot of movies. I mean, they always kind of have been bullies uh, in most of the movies that I watched uh, in the ingestion that I was talking about. There, there's bully. They're like they're just straight up just bullies is what they are. They're they they're that's their character trait is I'm a piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which for some reason people think is a good character trait to perpetuate on screen. I mean, I think it comes down to framing when it's your main character or something. That's when you frame your main character as always being, uh, was it as always being right or always being, per, uh, was it or being the guy you're supposed to think is cool? Yeah, like that's part of why I have a problem with say like Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy, where I'm like you're just a cocky mm-hmm. asshole. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like to a point where people and it's are... and it's in the, in the first one especially, it's framed as him just being quirky and funny and blah 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 and stuff like that. And the second one is a little more complicated than that, I think. But I know you guys don't like that movie, so yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I know I will agree with you on the second one, even though uh, some of those tendencies do get a little grating on me. <laughs> um, and like uh, even like how uh, growing up, like. Uh, like I, a lot of people, I openly say to a lot of people, I like Superman. I Superman, yeah. I think, is a great character. But people are like, oh, he's just good, and like uh, he's, uh, yeah. for lack of a better term, and um, yet people, and yet everyone Superman's nowadays so- love Cap- loves Captain America. That's, yeah. He's he's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> he just, he just can't fly. Yeah, just going <laughs> off for like they would, or even before Winter Soldier came out, they would say like, oh, Cap's the lamest or whatnot. Or Cap, all Cap was my favorite since the first Avengers. Yeah, like. made, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, because uh, we're. We've created a culture with a lot of this stuff where it's like, oh, being idealistic or whatnot is lame and it sucks. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, there's that, especially in like Western Western culture, that that I that that sort of idea is prevalent throughout our whole society. It was oh, just goody two shoes and blah blah stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, uh, um, and people are. I'm like, okay, well, what about Batman? Batman is, uh, or at a least fascist. in Nolan film is in the Nolan <laughs> films, Batman's pretty idealistic. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, even in general in the comics, in certain hands, obviously, uh, Batman can be written to have some more fascist tendencies. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, sorry, I, I want to take a step back because I wanted to also talk about what you were saying. The question that you you posed, William, um, is I was gonna just make a, a, a metaphor, a point, but that like if you paint a canvas red, it's red, right? Like you can't deny that it's red, but the artist can say, no, that's burgundy, or that's that's deep, yeah. that's deep brown. It's red, right? Like you no know, matter how, like how you phrase it, it, those are all shades of the same thing. And so the way in which people interpret those, like these, um, uh, the way that people interpret what they're seeing on screen and applying it to their own values and whatnot can really be what the crutch of a lot of these toxic fandoms kind of come from. So seeing seeing the same thing, and we're all seeing the th- the same sort of thing. Like this is a red canvas. Somebody who's colorblind is not necessarily going to see the same thing that I'm seeing, or somebody who who thinks that 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 tone of it is more offensive to their eye than somebody who thinks it's more um, of a beautiful color. You know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everyone's going to interpret the art differently, right? But, but sometimes though that 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 like we've talked about it, the art versus implication, right? Mm-hmm. Or implication versus um, what's the other word we used before? Intention. Intention, yeah, yeah versus implication. So like. You know, I- implying that this is a red canvas versus the intention of it being a piece of art <laughs> mm-hmm. is a lot different for certain people in the way that they they that their perception of it is, is can sometimes be warped. Um, I'm kind of losing my steam here. No. <laughs> you know, uh, like, uh, let's say, uh, um, again, it co- I think it always comes back to the whole framing argument and how you uh, uh was it? Yeah, how so you... if this red canvas has, I'm really stuck on this. <laughs> yeah, no, like, if it has uh, if it has a nice uh, a nice mauve frame versus yeah. a white frame <laughs> like shell liam like I, I know i know i know that there's there's a lot of uh a lot of uh a lot of feelings about rick and morty in this room <laughs> yeah i've kind of come to terms with it like yeah. like i i like rick and morty yeah, i've, I've kind of come full circle yeah, i i like rick and morty i yeah. but i do think they have a framing problem specifically with rick because yeah. half the time he's someone to be pitied and half the time he's, he's someone to be looked up to and and he's he's always he's always the same. His character's consistent. It's just the framing changes on him. Like even within episodes, like sometimes, like yeah, look at him. He's cool. He's the coolest. He's the best. He's the smartest. Something like that. And other times, like this man is in a lot of pain, and you should you should not try to be like him. Mm-hmm. But like there are it's, multiple episodes that cover that entire gambit. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But like for me, the problem comes in again. Like Liam saying, with the framing, the framing is inconsistent. Because like again, half the time he's cool, half the time you're not supposed to like him. And right. whenever you come to get close to the whole, like, you're not supposed to like him. It comes around. It's like look at how cool he is. Like, uh, uh, people have said like the, mo- the closest thing to a really introspective Rick episode, or one that probably comes the closest, is and but what uh, was it is my pickle Rick episode. But what does everybody remember from that? Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. <laughs> or you know like uh, ba- uh, was it him like killing everybody and. And I was also going to emphasize that it is perfectly okay for you to enjoy. Uh, was it for you to enjoy things? I have no problem. What? With- what? I'm allowed to re- like Rick and Morty. I'm so I glad that no- we have this. Re- <laughs> we have this recorded right I now. I have no problem with people going off and uh, was it with liking pretty much any form. Of Liam, are you okay? Media. Are you are you fine? I will say, however, that it is important. <laughs> My defense in that is that like, uh, was it is that just 
just be critical of what you're watching a little bit. Ah, uh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> just don't hold on. Just, I think it's just like, like, because I can enjoy, I enjoy a lot of things, but I could argue are pretty problematic. Oh, but yeah, definitely. I can, but I always try to at least be critical of what I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. give it us a, give us an example. Um, What's something that's problematic that you watch? Uh, I like Dude, Where's My Car? But it's a pretty transphobic movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. And in, in regards, nothing is nothing is purely unproblematic. And, like, if you don't like things that are problematic, you won't like anything. <laughs> so what is the most pure thing that you can think of? Pure thing? What Like, something that you think might be exempt from toxicity. System of a Down. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> right now? Maybe because I watched it literally last night in recency bias, but Knives Out, like... I, I think that I, maybe not completely yeah. immune, but like it, I, I think it, it I, fights against its own toxicity, kind of. Yeah, if that makes sense. I, I it see actually is de- it actually is kind of breaking that up and making fun of like uh, things that are problematic. That you yeah, see. yeah, because even the people that are problematic in that movie, they get their cunt muffins eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, they get their comeuppets. Yeah, <laughs> like they everybody like everybody who needs to lose in that movie loses. Yeah, and they're always framed as being wrong. Right. as well like they're never they're never you never look at them and be like i want to be that person right you're just always like oh oh god did they just say that <laughs> <laughs> liam what do you think is a, is a wholesome uh, thing that can be exempt from toxicity you know i've talked with people like about that a lot and i was it invoked and i've always had trouble thinking of something that could purely be considered uh wholesome or whatnot i think like i almost clear. think that it's near impossible mm-hmm. to think of something that that is like so wholesome, because like, wh- I mean, we're in we're in my uh, a room in my apartment, um, our studio, uh, and there's Back to the Future shit everywhere. That's mm-hmm. the first thing that I see when I walk in this room. Back to the Future. That movie's really problematic. <laughs> there are, I mean, all three of them very problematic. Yep, you could there are some. You can definitely get some problematic readings in them. Oh yeah, no, very yeah, much so. definitely. Anything Robert Zemeckis next? It's pretty problematic. Um, I mean, even like uh, I even like Happy James... Feet. Yeah, uh, Happy Feet. Oh yeah, James Bond. James Bond is extremely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like yeah, no, like I was everywhere. saying like I was saying like I like James Bond a lot. I'm a fan yeah. of the novels. I like a lot of the movies, but. Yeah. It's pretty problematic. Like, oh yeah, Bond is kind of a stand-in for British imperialism. What about yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Hmm. I don't know the an- the animated series, um, the original one from the eighties. I don't. I think it's pretty wholesome. What about? Yeah, I think I I, I haven't seen too many episodes to be honest, so I don't know. What about the Care Bears guys? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know I what's mean, problematic about My Little Pony? The people who watch My Little Pony. I will say, the time you go uh, so wholesome or whatnot, it does kind of become obnoxiously fluffy. Ex- exactly. Mm, yeah. So that's yeah. the opposite side of yeah. it. I'm, I'm curious uh, your opinion on this, Liam. What about Avatar: The Last Airbender? Do you do you think there's much uh, in that show that's problematic? Uh, not especially. I feel like a lot of the stuff you can argue is being problematic. You can also make a pretty uh, strong defense for. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, Star Trek or whatnot. And even if it's not a hundred percent, like I will always give you credit for at least trying to actually do these things. Oh yeah. An example being uh, there's an episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation where um they go to a uh where they go to a planet and meet a uh, was it a race of uh, aliens where they just gender is not a thing. Yeah. Like it just doesn't right. exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, Riker ends up, uh, becoming infatuated with one of them and like, uh, it causes, and, uh, Data has this whole thing at the end. He's like, if I were to have a child, like I would allow them to choose what they would want it to be. Yeah. 
um, or what they would want, what what they what they believe they what they see themselves as. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not per, it's a great intention or whatnot, but there are some problems in there. Yeah, like, that is. It was also made in the '90s when, yeah. when like especially like gender issues and trans issues were not uh, as as well known as they are now. And Rick Berman was in charge. Okay, and Star Trek shitty of our shitty runner for those uh, shows of the time. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, but I mean like, and even just like some of the stuff that's come out about the cast or whatnot, like Jonathan Frakes has said he would much rather um he wished that um that Alieni became infatuated with was played by a man. Instead of a woman feeling that would get the message across a lot more. Oh, okay. Um, it also mistakes. Uh, it also uh, kind of the episode kind of seems to view uh, sexual. Uh, was it uh, sexual preference and gender is just one f- uh, right. just one thing together? Right. Um, okay. That's but, a yeah, that's yeah. a problem for a lot of people, especially yeah. like yeah. when when these sorts of things were starting to become a little bit more in the public eye. You know, at least at least more recognized as as separate things, and that was because we're talking uh, Enterprise. Uh, no, this was um, next Jonathan Frakes. Ne- so this next was gen? next gen. So seas- this was like season four, I think, and so late eighties. Well, sorry, or mid nineties. Mid nineties. Yeah. yeah, right. I will say at the end, I'm like uh, again, it, it did, there are some problems there, but I will give them credit because they did genuinely try to. Yeah, yeah, that that's very very like early. Yeah, like, <laughs> and they had to do it against the studio's wishes. Like they were yeah. fighting with uh, the studio a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what so what and then what is something that you like I know we've already mentioned a few but you know especially with Star Wars and whatnot what are some so incredibly toxic even more toxic than what we're talking about cuz let's face it Star Wars like Star Wars fans can be fucking trash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Star Wars fans are sometimes the, like just awful awful. Yeah, we we spent a whole episode yelling about Star Wars. I <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like you can't even get some stuff from uh uh what is it when it comes from like the behind the scenes of making the episode or whatnot. Mm-hmm. When like, and I'm also not the kind of person who's really interested in um, going off and uh, was it critically breaking down the person behind the art or any of that. But there are times where it can definitely show through a little bit. Yeah, what are you getting at? Um, Sorry. I'm getting at more so like um, like how pro- like how moving forward and how progressive can something actually be? Uh, was it when ve- when it's very clear that the attitudes behind making it are just like are just overly subservient to the status quo? Oh, or even even the opposite, like holy terror, right? Yeah. With like like that's the exact opposite of what you're trying yeah. to say. But you know, with uh, Alan Moore, right? Frank Miller Fr- with Frank Miller ma- with holy terror, like that's some racist shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. To give you some context, Lucas, uh, to when nine eleven happened, Frank Miller was two blocks away from a blast radius working on a comic oh, wow. book. And uh, then, like, ten years later, uh, when uh, the Iraq War was still going, he released a comic book called Holy Terror that was essentially Batman versus the Taliban. Yeah. And the whole thing is hit, uh, but he had to rewrite it so it wouldn't be Batman. Because DC was like, we will not publish this. Yeah. So it was Batman with a crowbar just going around beating up what he considered to be terrorists, essentially. Okay. uh, During, like, a huge attack or whatnot. And it's Mm -hmm. uh, pretty hateful. Yeah. No oh, man, but but so that no. that's kind of what I'm saying. It like it is like sometimes you have to look at the person behind the 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 the, the gale or the 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 yeah, veil the veil sorry yeah. to know really what is going on. Like like Frank Miller was in a pretty bad situation at that time. He was mm-hmm. raging alcoholic. He was uh, really struggling with the with the effects of of nine eleven and whatnot. Yeah, and that's all. That's also the culture of the states at that time as yeah. well they were yeah. very yeah. angry yeah and, like, it's uh, not right it's holy not right terror, at all. no holy terror feels like uh, it was completely put together by the dod 
DOD? <laughs> the Department of National Defense. Oh. They, oh. they have a heavy hand in most action movies that come out these days. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, like yes. pretty much every single Marvel movie. Everything, <laughs> anything that shows, uh, like, soldiers, pretty much. Yeah, right? anything that uses military, U.S. military equipment or costumes, stuff like that, is pretty much guaranteed to be funded by the DOD. Oh, like, wow. in uh, the first Iron Man, like, there's a reason why they made it specifically ever out in the Middle East. It's because the DOD stepped in and said, if you want to use this and save money on the budget, you need to use, uh, was it, you need to have uh, the, these things in there. Yeah, that's wild. So um, how, how do you improve a toxic fandom? Um, I say, one, getting uh, more, ac- uh, was it, in the creation itself, one, you need to start get as I've said, you need to start getting more diversity into making these projects. Um, and we need to also just start to push back against extremists. We need to do what we can to make sure we're not gatekeeping. Right. And like, because instead of gate, instead of gatekeeping, being like, no, you don't belong here, whatnot, just be like, okay, how can we grow beyond this? How can, mm-hmm. like, just try to actually have open dialogues or whatnot? As yeah, Yoda and, said, yeah, and <laughs> we are what we grow beyond. Yeah, uh, and also on on a smaller scale, just be a non toxic fan. <laughs> yeah, like just, be willing to listen to other people's opinions and yeah. stuff, but also be willing to shrug it off. Yeah, right? and also don't be afraid to express your opinions, like right. if, if even if they are negative, but like don't attack the people who made it unless they're being like actual like Kevin Spacey's. Are, are you are you talking are you talking to past us by any chance? Because yeah. we've been we've we've been pretty I'm, mean about some I, we, things. We, in the we past. have we have, but like also we're not like adding J.J. Abrams on Twitter. <laughs> that's true yeah we didn't we, we we haven't driven anyone off social media that's true and even yeah. my frustrations were with jj abrams were more so his attitude towards people who uh i was a or towards the team behind uh the last jedi yeah yeah and, and yeah and, and no means have we been perfect like <laughs> i saw sorry this yeah, i just reminded myself i saw a tweet today that said uh jj abrams retcons ryan johnson by calling his first name ryan the Y. Yeah. yeah, with a Y. I, I retweeted that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, it was you. Uh, I was yeah. also sorry, saying. sorry, but that, that that's that sort of thing where it's like per, that that that's a negative thing too because that's perpetuating. Yeah, it's telling a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's one of the 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 most bottom of the barrel kind of ways that we can prevent it because it's it's honestly it's a joke, but it is one of those things where it's like to kind of any any opportunity you can have to prevent the things from becoming toxic, you should probably take. But sometimes you know. Yeah, and then you can't, you can't, you can't, you also can't really let that like stifle your like your freedom to express your yeah. yourself. Um, yeah, like Go obvi- back to obvi- episode fourteen of the Thunder. <laughs> I was also gonna, I was an add on to the fact that like even as a fan of a, a number of things, like a lot of these fandoms we've talked to, I am fans of a lot of these. Uh, yeah, of a lot of these properties. Um, I meant episode I, thirteen. Sorry, I remember one uh, discussion I had with a friend of mine recently. Where they were telling me about how they really enjoy, uh, uh was it the DC uh, Harley Quinn show, mm-hmm. and uh, how it's like how it's kind of bringing them into like wanting to read more comics. And I was like, and they asked what you think. I'm like, you know, it's really not my thing by any means. But like, I mean, I'm at least happy that it's getting more people interested in reading comic books and we're finding something else to enjoy in it. Yeah, we should be yeah. we should be welcoming people into our fandoms, not not gatekeeping yeah although let's face it birds are pretty sucked but again <laughs> no but i i do i think i even said the same thing on the last episode the one when i talked about birds of prey was it's it, not my thing so, mm-hmm. and i know that it's not my thing after seeing it and i was like all right well i understand why people like it so go ahead and like it i'm not going to take that away from you but it's the same well it's not the same thing it, it was my uh hindsight 
thoughts on the rise of Skywalker was because at the time I was like, fuck you. (laughs) I hate this shit. But now I'm kind of like, you know what? If you liked it, like good for you. Like, uh, it's going to, when it comes out on, on, on home, home video, I'm probably going to buy it still. And I think I'm going to watch it again Mm. with the different, uh, opinion of watching it and knowing that it's a comedy. (laughs) <laughs> um, I was putting, for me, putting, uh, yeah i i wish i wish i could think like that <laughs> most of the time yeah. i do but with but with rise of skywalker i i want to believe that yeah you might as well just punch yourself in the balls for yeah two hours, so. <laughs> i think a lot of it with um and i was kind of alluding to this earlier my frustrations in cases like um uh was it with things like uh the rise of skywalkers again just it was just another case of um of just very clear and blatant subservience to the status quo. Like, I felt like it was very problematic because it was especially trying to appease um, the, uh, was it more toxic fandoms in Star Wars? Yeah, that is one of, that's, yeah, one of the biggest things that I really, really hate about that movie. Um, and, because uh, I'm like, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't help anything. Amber's also, like, Lucas and I have had arguments about this off the podcast, but, like, when things try to be um pseudo uh, was it pseudo progressive to try and uh, act instead of like actually um actually trying to make any statements or trying to move or, or trying to like really say anything interesting about it i'm like that's not really helping the problem <laughs> yeah no um so um if you are a part of a toxic fandom please do your very best to prevent that from perpetuating itself i think all of us can kind of do a little bit better to oh, yeah. to like I mean, there are times where I I kind of buy into it too because I like certain things about my fandoms that other people don't like. So, like I've said, the best way to prevent the toxic fandoms from happening is to stop perpetuating them, right? Just like do your best that when people are are starting to ramble on and on and on about the things that you don't necessarily agree with or whatever, be willing and accepting to accept their opinion but just don't necessarily expect them to respect yours, but hope that they do. And if they do and you can continue that dialogue, then we can kind of stop these things from from uh, maintaining themselves. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Right on. There we go. What a conversation. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, let's go wash our hands again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we come back, we're going to have another episode of – wait, let's all do it again. Wait. Mm-hmm. Wow, we did it on the last episode, and it was the nerdiest thing we ever did. Oh, shit, what did we say? Cool Wars. Right, Cool Wars. Ready? Uh, When we get back from this uh, hand-washing break, we're all going to come back to another episode of Cool Cool Wars. Wars. Oh, man, I didn't join in. Why didn't you do it? Because I was going to count us down. Oh, okay. We're going to come back for another episode of Cool Cool Wars. Kill us now, please. fact that um i already have a problem of us uh, sitting around and just thinking about why the world is awful and yeah this really got another thing to problem. worry about just add to it <laughs> Fuck. and we're back we are back yeah. liam did a funny we're back earlier and i, I made him redo it <laughs> uh <laughs> welcome everybody to cool wars cool wars, cool wars. Cool wars. You know, uh, I've put in the rules. <laughs> I've, put, <laughs> I've put in the rules, the pre-recorded version of the Cool Wars rules um, uh, before, but I'm gonna we're, we're gonna redo them right now. Okay, <laughs> because they were way too long. So, Cool Wars is all about uh, cool characters and media. 
the main rule is the character has to be cool. That can mean any and all definitions of the word cool. So that includes if somebody is uh, cold, yep. that means they can win. If somebody is just, you know, gives two thumbs ups at everybody, that means they can win. Yep. <laughs> uh, that means they're cool. What are, what's another example? I don't know. All right, great. Lucas uh, does not. Big stipulation. They are not fighting. That's right. Yes, That's a, that is a big rule. They are not physically fighting. We are deciding who's cool based off of merit alone. Yeah. All right. Today's episode, uh, we are... I've, co- I've completely forgotten, actually. Oh, you're in for a treat. Because <laughs> it's uh, one that I, I am setting you both up for ah. that uh, I did not prep you for ahead of time. But you both know both of these characters quite well. Uh, I feel like this fight, if they were fighting, one of them is a very clear winner. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I, I take that back. Maybe not. Uh, today's fight is between Caesar from the Planet of the Apes and Hermione. <laughs> Starting now. All right. Um, All right. Hermione right, so, Granger, so, so, I should say. Yes. Oh, with stipulation, I... Caesar from the new trilogy or Caesar from the original movies? Uh, it says it just says Planet of the Apes on there. Oh, okay. So I feel they're, like they're you, could, be you going, can argue both. I'm going to be more so going off of the newer ones because they're yeah. more fresh in my mind. He's, Me also, too. Cool. He, he's also cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar versus Caesar versus Caesar yeah. <laughs> versus the drink, a Caesar. <laughs> versus Julius Caesar. <laughs> All right, we're, we're burning oil yeah, here. Yeah, we are. All right, who wants to go first? All right, Liam, who's cooler? <laughs> just say it and then we'll just get this shit over with <laughs> I don't I'm know kidding. I'm trying to think of like well, cause cause they're both pretty cool in their own merits yeah well like, who fine. started an entire societal overthrown or overthrowing Hermione kind of I guess. <laughs> no, in, her, in a way in a way um, well I mean the cool thing about Hermione is that she starts off really irritating like the kind of people you would who would drive you crazy in school yeah, yeah totally um, drive you crazy in school no, I'm pretty sure you'd get pretty annoyed really oh, fast. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, her, her, and then she ends up being like the most powerful person like in the books, essentially. Yeah, yeah she, she becomes like the strongest wizard, right? Yeah, she, and, she's easily the best. At, Harry and Ron fucking suck at magic. <laughs> it was also really cool yeah. that like uh, came out in a time, she was created in a time where there weren't really a lot of great uh, role model, uh, uh, was it female role models uh, in fiction or whatnot? Yeah, especially no. for like, in, especially in uh, like young adult like fiction, I'm not sure if young adult was a was a was a was a genre back then. But. I don't know if it would have been. I, mean, I think Harry Potter would qualify. She kind of came out in that renaissance of like uh, once because uh, we got Buffy around the same time. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, well, I mean, Hermione definitely really kicked it off or whatnot. Like, I feel like due to Hermione's presence, there's a reason why pretty much every young adult novel followed like a uh, I was it a young girl because I f- I think they were all just trying to recapture what Hermione was. That's that's a yeah, good that, point. Yeah, that is. Yeah, because I mean, Katniss uh, definitely takes a lot out of her. Uh, wait, a lot from her. <laughs> Katniss definitely takes a lot from, or, or I should say, Susan Collins takes a lot from what J.K. Rowling was setting up. Yeah, and uh, definitely for for Katniss Everdeen. Uh, the same thing with Divergent, whatever the fuck her name is. Shailene that Woodley. That's right. <laughs> yes, I, I heard she doesn't use deodorant, but I could be wrong. Huh. Uh, this is not about Shailene Woodley. <laughs> But uh, one thing that I was going to argue, too, was that content-wise, I feel like there's a lot more content for Hermione mm-hmm. out there than there is for Caesar. Seven books and eight movies, and That's Caesar right. has three movies, and if you count uh, the old ones, two more. That's um, right. And then, well, I mean, comic books and stuff, too. That's true. But right, there's that, there was that limited run for 
for uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which was very good. But yeah. uh, the, the common knowledge, I think that's kind of what we base this this these yeah, fights. Most off people of. are going to know Hermione over Caesar. Oh, um, definitely. I mean, the one thing that Hermione does have going against her though is that she's not the main character, and her story is more so at the side of the Harry. Uh, yeah. Harry Potter, while Caesar's, at least in the newer films, is very much at the front. It's yeah. his movie, yeah. In the in the new ones, though, those three are are his films. Yeah, you know right. About him, and Hermione also has very bad taste in the men. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Um, also, that uh, big brute guy from yeah. <laughs> Victor Crumb was it? Yeah, who, yeah. yeah. Again, whose name always escapes me whenever yeah. I read or watch Harry Potter. <laughs> she dated more than one guy, and then Ron. Yeah, well, she went. She went to like the 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 ball, the Yule ball dance yeah. with Victor Crumb or whatever. Yeah. There was also that guy who a, was stalking her. Is he a fucking her. nerd? No, he was a jock. He was like he was like uh, in Durmstrang. He was like the, the on the Quidditch team or whatever. Oh, uh, I think yeah. I, I. Yep. Yeah. Um, I should say I don't I know seen... how I still remember that. I haven't wa- read or watched a Harry Potter book in almost ten years. <laughs> it's just public <laughs> knowledge at this point. Um, I mean, like, uh, there's, uh, uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. Like, let's talk about like how what what merits do you guys feel Caesar ha- might have over Hermione? Because we've talked about like a lot of what Hermione may have over Caesar. I think Caesar's moral compass is pretty blatant. And it's quite strong. Yeah. And, 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 like, he does not often deviate from it. I mean, and when he point... has to, he has a reason for deviating from it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I do think they did his character arc by the end of uh, War did kind of hurt it a little bit. Just because, like, he doesn't really get a revel... Uh, was it a... Uh, uh, was it... The ending to his arc there isn't really on him by any means. It's just more so a circumstance that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, with his whole uh, vendetta or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that does kind of hurt it there a little bit. I just remembered that Woody Harrelson is in that third movie. I don't yeah. know why that just popped out. <laughs> um, um, but I mean, like his, uh, but I mean, he does have a very strong, uh, like he's very much a, uh, prince. Caesar is very much a principled person in, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, what he believes in and what he wants and the, how he always tries to do what he thinks is the best for his people, but he's not bigoted. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I think actually in in uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, he is bigoted. He's bigoted against humans, and his his arc in that movie is about him realizing that and trying to fix it. Yeah, that's yeah. But, but yeah. what I more so mean is that like he's a person who does have his problems or whatnot, yeah, and like he's a he complex has his, character. I will say he has his prejudices there, but like mm-hmm. he does come around and he does start to see Weber is good in humanity again. Yeah, right? exactly. Which I feel like does say a lot of does say a lot of what makes a character really cool is that they can be really. Uh, they can be a really broken individual, but they can come around in the end, which yeah. is something I'm always a sucker for. Yeah, and also he's a really fucking cool voice. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time that it takes uh, Caesar to to finish his story arc um, is obviously much shorter than what Hermione has. So the, the growth that we see for Caesar is quite fast, but I feel like the lessons that he learns along the way are are things that I mean definitely a lot of people have to deal with. Um Hermione like takes a, it takes seven books and eight movies and... for her to to get to the point where uh, like audiences I think I I can't speak for it cuz I haven't seen any of those movies or read any of those books, but from what my common knowledge of it is is just like there there's a lot of people who don't respect the character of Hermione as far as I know. Um I could be wrong. You guys, please chime um, in. We Herm- have three minutes. <laughs> I feel like Hermione's almost like I think where a lot of people's problems with Hermione come from is that 
instead of like a fully like arc driven character, she's almost more of a role model than anything. Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's kind of less of a character, more of a role model. That's an interesting observation. Yeah, I wouldn't just I say that she's not a character. Like she does have her own quirks and. Oh no, yeah, she's... I said she's less of a character, and more of a role yeah. model. Not not no character at all. Yeah, but she she she's uh yeah she's kind of like uh kind of the original SJW. <laughs> so like <laughs> in, in the books, she she starts like a whole a whole movement about uh house self like awareness and like trying to free house elves and stuff like that yep yeah she calls it spew spew <laughs> like so... well she doesn't call it spew the initials end up being spew and ron makes fun of it i mean it's kind of like uh like so puking. yeah it really comes down as to what you prefer like a, a really arc driven character a character who just like is uncompromising and is just a very moral individual mm-hmm. and like almost kind of a role model yeah yeah and then caesar is also a very very strong leader True. Like he 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 has the power to inspire the people around him and get them to trust him because like he is such a he is such a moral person even if he even if he does have flaws and Hermione's more of like a secret leader you know she's, sort of she's sort of behind the scenes yeah, yeah. Hermione's also not an especially a people person no no not really <laughs> yeah yeah so. I mean. Caesar's not a people person because he's an ape. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> well, well, that, that depends on what you what you think a person is. I mean, this one True. is also point. really tricky because again, I'm a fan of both characters and even just the type of characters they are. Like, I think there's a place for both, so it's really, uh... yeah, no, this is a tough one. I mean, I think I have my answer because I am biased. Because <laughs> I think I have my answer, and also because I am also biased. Yeah. Liam, do you have an answer? Do you want any more arguments? Um. You each shoot me one more of of each. Okay. Well, uh, I th- we're both gonna argue the same one. Yeah, I, I think. think so. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think Lucas is more likely to give me an opposite. Uh, <laughs> is more likely to give me an opposite mentality. Um, Caesar. Uh, oof. I, I had one and I just lost it. Shit. I'm, I'm getting the. I, I saw the timer and he I looked I at the out. clock and yeah. freaked oh, him no. out. It's, it's, like, it's staring me right in the face too. Yeah, it's overtime um, syndrome. <laughs> Uh, Caesar has a stronger sense of self, I think. Caesar is more confident. Uh, Caesar is more cool. He's better uh, at at leading people without being a ruler. Um, I think that he uh, has dope (laughs) one-liners. Agreed. Um, (laughs) I have nothing for Hermione. I mean, I will say that in defense of Hermione, it is cool that, like, uh, was it? I mean, like, a lot of it is that she is young and she is, like, uh, was it a teenager? Yeah, I mean, Caesar's, so, like, I Caesar's mean, that a teenager add, in the first. So that does add interest to it, and Caesar's kind of a fucking asshole. In the first <laughs> so okay, oh, yeah, I think I got my answer. Yeah, are yep. you guys ready to say them? All right, yep. count of three, three, two, one, Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of felt like that's what was gonna happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I no, no shade against Hermione. She's a great character, but like, I love Planet of the Apes so much. Yeah. Also. <laughs> If people at home don't already realize this, this list is quite biased. Oh, yeah. Um, we made it. This is, we made the list. This so. is also why we put out a poll for you guys to decide. Yeah. That's right. So usually, just so everybody knows, the poll usually comes out uh, at nighttime when I'm... <laughs> that was a really off-color joke. <laughs> that was very... I'm going to probably take that out. Um, one hand on the keyboard, one hand elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> The poll usually comes out um, uh, the same day that uh, the episode comes out if I am on top of things, which sometimes I'm not because uh, we got a lot of shit in our plate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you if you do, I have a feeling our listeners at home are probably going to vote Hermione. Mm. Uh, just because like, people are like, Caesar, he's a monkey. <laughs> They're not going to vote for him. But we'll Caesar see. Caesar might be weak, but Cole is weaker. <laughs> 
that's right. <laughs> Caesar. Caesar also said, no guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good I fucking. Go watch that movie now. Yeah, I think that's 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 our uh, quarantine movie. Okay, uh, Lucas, yeah. take her, take us home. All right. Well, if you if you liked what you hear, uh, give us uh, five stars on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and then follow, uh, share us on social media. And you can uh, follow us on social media: Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at Thunder Lizard Collective. And on Twitter, we are uh, Thunder Lizard OG. Uh, we also have another show uh, called Thunder and Dragons, where I am the Dungeon Master or Thunder Master. And I run these these uh, these crazy people as well as uh, our friend Dan uh, through a bunch of crazy adventures. That's right. Also yeah. crazy. We also have a show called Expose Yourself, which I host, and I every once in a while we'll have a guest come on, and we tell fun, embarrassing stories. Sometimes true, sometimes lies. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the been the Thundercast yeah. this week. Uh, yeah, tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your grandma. Yeah, not your grandpa though. Yeah, don't tell him. No. <laughs> no. I mean, if they're in quarantine, just call them. Yeah, or Skype them or FaceTime yes. them. Skype them. Go to their window. Don't go visit them. Yeah, yep. leave them alone. Keep every keep everybody you know safe. Be checking in with people. Um, and please don't be one of those assholes who's just going around and posting pictures of empty shelves of toilet paper. Yeah, it, doesn't, it honestly doesn't help anyone. No. Yeah. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah. Wash your fucking hands. Uh, this has been the Thundercast for this week. My name's Christian. My name's Lucas. And I'm Liam. See ya. One of my teachers earlier today was. I'm not legal. I'm not legally. Sorry, Liam. I can't sit with my legs cross-legged anymore. Uh-huh. So I have to. Sorry, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get cozy. <laughs> One of. Um, I feel like I'm just talking to Lucas now. Yeah.